0: Hello and welcome to Q&A Quest, the only podcast where we always capitalize the Gene Saga. I'm your host, Mike Apps, aka Wheels, and with me, as always...
1: David McBurney, fanboy master. Probably will respond to anything.
0: And with uh, us this week... It's Eric
2: RPG again.
1: And we have... We have our longest-running special guests. That's
0: true. And we have a wonderful slate of questions this week... Um, which I will open up shortly. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah. So there's been a lot of releases and whatnot since we last recorded. Since I've been distracted with a new game or something, I don't know.
1: That'd be silly. Uh,
0: some some kind of first-person shooter with online elements or something like that. I don't know. Has anything like that come out recently?
1: Uh, what?
2: It rhymes with West doesn't it?
0: Breast-y.
1: A... Vastectomy 2? <laughs> Loot boxes 2? Oh,
0: no. Mario and Rabbits. But hey, that has come out, and it's freaking awesome.
1: Oh, sweet. I'm going to have a chance to rant about Rampa. That'll be fun.
0: You are That's what
1: for me? Oh, there's a like one of the questions in the thread is about Danganronpa.
0: Oh. Well, you know what? I need to run to the bathroom. Why don't you handle that question while I do that? Because I know absolutely oh, it's in the middle of another question, you're gonna. Have uh, to that. I know absolutely nothing, or give yeah, two I craps know, about Danganronpa. John, that sounds
2: like do not I don't.
0: I oh, don't care man. about Danganronpa. I'm sorry. Uh, but, the the
2: backtrack does pantless podcasting.
0: Nice.
2: I mean, no, that's that's not the backtrack. That's actually uh, the active time babble.
0: Is there any other way to podcast?
1: Aren't you going to the bathroom?
0: Fine. Talk about something amongst yourselves.
1: I'm talk about Yakuza because he can't stop me. Yakuza is good, by the way. Although well, I'm kind of disappointed
2: that the online game is basically just a card game.
1: I'm not surprised, but like, I also don't have to care, other than the fact that I'm interested in the series' new protagonist going forward.
2: Uh, I mean, it's well, free to play. New it's protagonist the... be in seven, or will he be in the
1: game after seven? He'll be in seven. Like the the Shinryuga go to is supposed to star him, and that is theoretically the next game in the series after 6 takes place. Which means we've still got two Kiryu games left, although in one of them he's spending a lot of time cosplaying as Kenshiro. Oh man, they just showed some footage of uh, Hokotoka Gotoku, and I'm not sure if you're a Fist of the North Star fan, but it looks real good. It should have a banana storyline
2: where he just plays a VR game featuring his favorite show. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and he gets sucked into it. Oh god! <laughs> but, yeah, they also showed some Kiwami Two footage, and oh man, that those Dragon Engine games look so good.
2: You maybe get stars on the other cast, like maybe maybe um, Yagi could be
1: Yagi uh, um, is Majima. Yes, that's uh, like they've announced the voice cast, and like. Jockey's voice actor is Majima's voice actor. <laughs> so, you might as well just put his character model in there, though. <laughs> that's probably what they're going to do. Like, underneath, like, they take off Yakuza's mask. To get him of exploding. That's going to be what's there.
0: Alright, I'm back. I love
1: how insane Pist of the North Star is. Like, oh, like my head can't explode because I put a giant metal mask around my head. That's
0: not an RPG.
1: No, Yakuza yeah, is totally an RPG.
0: No, you're talking about... Fist. Oh, I see where this came about. Never mind.
1: go Gotoku is going to be the game of February, and you can't stop me from believing that.
0: Uh, the game of February will be Monster Hunter World, even though it comes out in January.
1: Yeah, it comes out in January, dude. It can't do that.
0: Yeah, it sure can.
1: Nah. It just... All it has to do is sell the most. Listen, I'm just saying... If the, if like if there's no the localization announcement for Hokutoga Gotoku before twenty nineteen, I will I will burn something to the ground. Something in effigy.
0: Well, wow, that's intense.
1: I need that game with all of my heart. Well, they've endured several minutes of me rambling about Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, why don't we jump into the first question here?
1: Which is also about Yakuza.
0: Oh, sweet Jesus, Budai. Yakuza Zero was also my first Yakuza game. I'm currently around 65 hours into it, and I still have the last third of the game to go. I have Kiwami purchased and will play it later this year.
2: Now, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. I did most of the side quests, and I ended up with like a runtime of about 48 hours, maybe. I didn't bother with the other ones because they were just like the RC car and the dancing ones, which I suck at.
1: I did all of those. The dancing ones are impossibly hard, but it's worth it because, I don't know, it's funny. <laughs> the The race cars one is important if you want to absolutely max out Kiryu's real estate royale. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you can
2: safely skip them. <laughs> I think one improvement that Kiwami has over Zero is uh, they not... Your, all your skills are based on uh, experience points instead of money. So now you don't have to manage between spending money on stuff and like spending money on skills.
1: The thing about it is mostly just that like there's a trick in Zero that makes it so that you can basically like bust the uh, monetary system wide open on Kiryu's end. It's really ridiculous. Like I went from like oh I have about a hundred million to I have over two hundred billion yen in like an hour.
2: What's that trick?
1: So basically... Nah, I think you
2: can just transfer money, too, so it's like... You
1: you can transfer money eventually. You have to do a side quest that takes a large portion of the game, but you can do that. But the trick is that Kiryu gets a, a thing from the completion point shop called Mr. Shakedown's Deep Pockets that makes it so that anytime he beats up a Mr. Shakedown, it multiplies... Like, he gets one and a half times the amount of money they were carrying.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you get as much money as you can, you lose to Mr. Shakedown, then beat up Mr. Shakedown to get your money back, and you get a multiplication on your money, and then you just keep doing that.
2: Oh, what I did is I got the thing that just gives you money per step.
1: Oh, that stuff's pretty good, too. But I've uh, I've also been running around with the Mew shoes, because they're ridiculous and I enjoy them. For those. They purr like a cat, every time you walk. they don't purr, they meow, no. and they work in cutscenes. It's very good. Sorry, I was just rambling about Yakuza. It's really good. Uh, but the actual question he had was: This is not the first time I've heard Yakuza Two quoted as the best. I'm assuming this is for story reasons, or is it more? Uh, like, a lot of its story, like, I really enjoy the idea of, like, Kiryu having, like, an upstart, like, not really upstart, but a sort of, like, younger rival that's like, oh, he's the dragon of Osaka, and, like, that's fun. But it's also the first one that feels like it has, like, real character to the sub-stories. It, ha- it was the first one with a localization that was at least passable. And just generally, like, it's a, it's such a huge refinement on Yakuza 1 that, like, it feels much better by comparison it, it doesn't take as long to get going as 3, and it's not as disjointed as, like, some of the later ones where you're switching between a vast number of playable characters. So, yeah. A lot of little things.
0: So Kiwami Sorry. 2 should be awesome?
1: Kiwami 2, like, the, the additions they are making to it are so cool, like, and, like, just... Oh, man. I, I've been watching, like, video footage of, like, Here's the games in the Dragon Engine. Like, here's the really cool new combat system they came up with that lets you do giant swings and shit. And then, like, oh, man. You can play Virtual On and Virtual Fighter. Yeah, you can play Virtual On.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome.
1: Oh, they, like, Kiwami 2 is the ultimate in, like, the Yakuza team's obsession with, like, digging up weird bits of Sega history and incorporating them into the game. Because they just announced that there will be a mini game that you can play that's based off of Sega's like urinal mini games that they made. <laughs> it's it's the toilet T O Y L E T, and that's that's a mini game in the game.
2: They, they can call the trophy for that. I I wish this test. Uh,
1: in any case, uh, and also they're adding a new scenario where you play as Majima. Yep Very important. Incredibly important. Majima is the height of his powers and also it's uh if you're a Zero fan, it's it's drawing off of his story in Zero. Like it's a sequel to that that takes place between Yakuza's two and three. So like as far as additional content, that's about the best I could have really hoped for, so Oh, and they also finally fixed the karaoke mini game, so it's not impossible to tell where the game, where the cursor is going to go next line. Sorry, I'm very, I'm very angry about that karaoke mini game, even though I love it. I'm gonna sing 24 hour Cinderella after this. I think it's easier to do the karaoke game than
2: it is to do the DDR one.
1: Yeah, the dancing is really hard, just because it requires you to go off beat in order to get points.
2: Not only that, but like you have to. Basically press both the direction and the button at the same time. Otherwise you'll speak you'll be a couple seconds off every time.
1: Yeah, unless you're willing to sit down and wait. But that means you're losing point chances. I do like the bit where you have to like dance against Michael Jackson and it's impossible to win. Miracle Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Miracle Johnson, you know. Lawyer friendly version of Michael Jackson. Uh like <laughs> He is so good he gets his own rating. Like you're, the highest rating here you can get is Disco King, but he gets King of Pop. Yakuza is really good, by the way.
2: <laughs> I wonder I wonder if Lala will show up in the game at some point. Oh <laughs> man. Um,
1: I do like the I do like the weird continuity that they built up between zero uh, Kiwami and six. Because like apparently some of the like uh, ...substories from Zero and Kiwami... ...get revisited in 6... ...because it's like, oh, well, that's the next one we made... ...so here they're back. <laughs> <laughs> the cult is back, baby! Pocket Circuit Fighter is back, baby! Shoot a pee Oh, god. Oh, man, I love the... ...I love the dialogue option... ...crack a terrible pun. And just the fact that, like... ...Majima is just so irritated... ...that it didn't get a reaction... Oh, man. I just watched the uh, Takashi BK uh, Yakuza movie last night. That's a weird film. Not sure if I can recommend it, but very weird, very interesting. Okay, it's going off track. Yakuza 2 is very good, Yakuza 0 and Kiwami are also very good. Yakuza as a whole is very good.
2: <laughs> I actually sold my original copies of 1 and 2.
1: It's fine, the, the remakes will be better, but, like, they were very valuable for a period. I think they reprinted the older games earlier this year. They they did,
0: yeah. I picked up two that way.
1: Two is a really good game. Like, it's the first really good one. And it also, I believe it's the one that sources the image that I keep uh, seeing again. Like, I first played this game, like, ten years ago, so I'm not completely certain which one is which. But I believe it's the one that sources the image of, like... The Yakuza random encounter where, like, a dude runs up to you and is like, what do you think you're doing strutting around like a damn peacock? And one of your response options is, I peacocked your mother. <laughs> <laughs> or or slamming. <laughs> really
0: good. Oh, that's good.
1: That's really I love, good. I, I love Yakuza with all of my heart. Yeah. Uh... Oh, there was also a Reddit AMA with the locali- localization team behind the recent ones just a week or so ago, since the last episode we, re- we recorded, where they talked a bit about like their strategy going forward and their desire to like lessen the amount of time between Japanese version and English version. Which is also the explanation they gave for why we didn't get Yakuza Ishin. Like, it was on the table, but they were like, mm, we could do that, or we could do- try to get Yakuza yeah, Zero and Kiwami out on a re- semi reasonable time frame, and so they went with Zero and Kiwami.
2: I wonder if there's ever a big enough flaw they could consider doing, like, a PS3 to PS4 remaster.
1: Like, I could see, like, Kenzon 3, 4, and 5 all making sense as, like, a PS4. As, as PS4, like, at least digital remasters, if not necessarily discs. That would be nice just because, like, there's no real good way for people to play three, four, or five now, unless you still have a PS3 sitting around, so And they're all good games, varyingly though, so, but
0: Yeah. Shame those weren't also three sixty games that could be made backwards compatible.
1: Mendel. Like Sony will allow those to disappear when you pry it from their cold dead hands. Uh, the closest that's ever come to happening is that Yakuza one and two HD was released on both PS3 and Wii U, of all things.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that also means that Kiwami 1 and 2 are actually the second HD versions of Yakuza 1 (laughs) and 2. But they're also much more caring. They're proper remakes rather than just remasters. Play Yakuza. I am like the unofficial Sega PR man here, saying play Yakuza. It's
0: true. Well, we have a lot of that at RP Gamer, actually.
1: It's hard not to love them. It's a little bit of an underdog yeah. series in the U.S.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna move us on to the next Budai question. Yeah. Even if you think it would never work, if you were forced to greenlight a well-done American cartoon version of any RPG, which would you choose? Dragon Quest. Hmm. Good choice.
1: I think that, like, Americans can sort of gel with that kind of, like... Like, an American cartoon can gel with that sort of mix of, like, over-the-top Toriyama-style humor and, like, melancholy that Hori tends to bring. And it's it's just, like, it fits that cartoony vibe in a way that I think that a lot of other ones don't. Mm -hmm. Basically Dragon Quest Adventure Time.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say this uh so kinda sounds like you're describing adventure time.
3: Yeah.
1: A little uh, less de- little less wacky than that, but still wacky. <laughs>
0: uh my choice would be disgaea three.
1: I could see that working. That might already be a cartoon under a different name.
0: To some extent probably, yeah. <laughs>
1: Any opinion opinion, Eric? Um thinking maybe a cartoon of
2: Name a cartoon of uh Hmm Uh Shadow Hearts.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the Castlevania Netflix cartoon. Yeah. I, would also... I was thinking of the part near the beginning of Shadow Hearts where Yuri's arm gets torn off and he just sort of puts it back on, and that's never really brought up again.
0: Say, <laughs> so I would like to see the reverse and get a RPG of the New Ducktales.
1: Oh, that'd be fun.
2: It wasn't Yuri like transformed when that happened, though. I don't
1: think he's I don't think he's transformed when that happens. I think that's like the opening CG scene after he's finished like untransforming. But I might be misremembering probably related to his ability to transform, though. Yeah, it's just never really brought up again, so it's just kind of a weird non-sequitur.
2: It's like, I could reform and reshape my body, so why not
1: reattaching my arm? Yeah. It's been forever since I played Shadow Hearts 1. That's kind of the last vestige of the Kodelka style like, pseudo-horror that Shadow Hearts had before it went full-on insane.
2: There was supposed to be a PS4 class ps2 classics version of like two and three maybe one two and three
1: but like i feel like the publishing rights in the u.s are split up among three different companies i know that midway published shadow hearts one for some reason the first two actually oh both of the first two that's such a weird thing that made no sense i remember i
2: got the first for free when i bought two
1: yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Like that was the the pre order bonus for Shadow Hearts Two with a copy of Shadow Hearts One.
0: <laughs> That's a pretty damn good bonus.
1: Yeah, actually, it is very good. I kind of like Shadow Hearts One more than Two. <laughs> Uh, Moving to the next bit, I also picked up Danganronpa 1 and 2 for the PS4 in advance of Part 3's release. I was mildly confusing to learn how I should watch the anime. Do either of you have any spoiler-free thoughts on the series, any plans to play it if you haven't?
0: My brain's going to check out for a few minutes, so carry on.
1: Okay, I'm going to ramble about this for a bit. I really like Danganronpa 1 and 2, and probably will really like V3, although I do admit that it's mostly because I think the writing is pretty strong. I... I feel like all of the gimmicks that it has for, like, how court, like the courtroom like Phoenix Wright-style segments are done are all kind of irritating, rather than really adding anything. But, it's, like, it's art is good enough, it's writing is good enough that I can sort of let it slide.
2: From what I heard, the, the TV show is not all that important to understanding or even enjoying the
1: game. Like, I know that, like, there's, the, the weird thing is that there's like a there's an anime adaptation of one but there's also like a sequel to one and two that's just an anime for some reason and I've never watched it but by all by, but as far as I can tell V3 assumes that you didn't see the anime and just sort of goes off in its own direction so mm-hmm. like it should be fine like I might watch the third uh, the the Danganronpa 3 anime but I can't see myself caring that much because it seems like it's going a lot into like the meta plot of the series, and like that's never interested me as much as like the actual events of the game. Like there's a reason to super about what's going on outside the world. Uh, I feel like the this scratching noise is proof that No Wheels has no plans to play it if he hasn't already. <laughs> no. Nope.
0: Not interested in the slightest.
1: You don't. You don't want to refute with a bullet. Nope. Wow. Any other Dongan Rampa thoughts, Eric? <laughs> uh
2: I thought it was hilarious in the first game where uh basically the girl becomes becomes the village bicycle. <laughs> in in the, in the fake game over bad
1: ending. Yeah, oh Jesus. I never, like, I, like, I read can about the bad Have the story go ending. that
2: way, and it'll be like, no, that's not what's supposed to happen. Pick the right yeah. choice.
1: <laughs> you get to the, like, if you get the bad ending, the game's like, no, back up, buddy.
3: <laughs>
1: like, you could assume it's all in the protagonist's head. It's fine. It's fine. Never happened. But, yeah. I, like, I, I generally tend to prefer one to two, just, but, like, that's partially just because, like, I like the cast of one a little better and that's partially because the cast of two is deliberately less sympathetic for the most part
2: but the only thing i problem i had with two is uh I felt more like a rehash of the first game
1: yeah it gets a little uh like it it, it gets a little like yeah I, I see where you're going with this and you tried to fake me out and not do it i do like the uh weird reference to old Chunsoft series twilight syndrome Which, uh... A spin-off of which is the first game that Suda51 ever directed. We'll never get that game. He doesn't own the rights to it and doesn't seem to know who does, so... That's a bit of a shame. But he sure wanted to remaster Moonlight Syndrome.
2: at least we'll be getting the remaster of, uh, 25th Ward.
1: Yeah, that was really good. I really enjoyed being at the PAX panel and being, like, the one person that reacted knowing what the 25th Ward was. Yeah. Yeah, Rumpa. It's neat. I like weird suit- like weird persona meets Ace Attorney. Not quite an RPG, but it's, it's whatever. Close Dark enough. Joe. And hey, some, and he's uh, also agreeing with you on Dark Souls 3, wheels.
0: Yeah, it's butt trash garbage. Dark Souls 3 is good, and you're a bad person. Well, let's see what, exactly what he says. I also wasn't fond of Dark Souls 3, and I can't exactly pinpoint why. I think mechanically it improved on 2, and it had more care put into level design. Mm, yeah, probably. But it felt less epic than I expected it to be, but I thought Bloodborne was a 10 out of 10 game, so I wasn't mad. Uh.
1: Conclusion, Dark Souls' opinions are a land of contrasts.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's a perfectly fine game, it's just not for me. It's I not for I, I, I could not... I, to my best efforts, they I could not Dark get Souls into it. Dark Souls 4 instead
2: of Lords of Cinder
1: will be Lords of Icicles. be kind of neat. Yeah. Make everything cold.
0: But yeah, Dark Souls 3, too much emphasis on melee combat.
1: Melee is good, actually. Did,
0: did not like it.
1: How did you feel about the giant skeleton boulders?
0: Uh... I mean skeleton boulders. I don't even remember.
1: I don't know if you got far enough to reach them.
0: Maybe. Maybe not. They're
1: free. in the catacombs of Carthage. Oh, sorry.
0: I think I may have seen them, but I do also don't care. <laughs> You're the worst.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> just yeah. imagining these boulders being like. The gigantic skulls
3: from
1: Symphony of
2: Night—they're
1: not quite that amazing. They're basically just like a horrifying, like conglomeration of skeletons all rolled into a ball.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, and he ends on maybe someday he'll give uh, Persona Five a chance, another chance.
0: You should, and I, at some point, I will actually finish it.
1: Maybe someday they'll port it to Switch, and I'll just play it forever more.
0: Yeah, that, and they
2: can give us extra month. So that I don't feel like everything's too tight.
0: Yeah, I, I, would
1: li- I just want another month with that cast. They're fun.
0: I need to <laughs> like play that game at all because I only got past the first thingy. Uh, it's a thingy. strong opening. Yeah, it's just uh, other stuff drew my attention. It like
1: it was a, it's, it was a, it's been a crowded year, and it promised yeah. to continue to be one. Oh yeah. Uh, Shaman... At least I could
2: still rent Horizon, so maybe that's how I'll play that game. That's a fair idea.
1: Shaman Good. brings forth, in honor of the Alliance of Lives po- announcement, what's the next game you're praying for a localization? Metal
0: Max 4. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I mean, it took
2: it took like 3 plus years for Tales it's of Tasia to come out. It took
0: it's like, like 3 plus years
1: for Dragon Quest Seven.
0: Yeah. Well, Gaijin is tracking down a copy of the Japanese version for me, which is all, which is proving difficult, but at least eventually it will be cheaper than I've been able to find it in the West. So that's something.
1: But yeah, can we just take a sidebar to talk about how happy we are that the Alliance Alive is coming out in America? Woohoo! I had no expectations for that. Like I was pretty much like, no, that's it would be beautiful, but it won't happen.
0: Hold on, hold on. I have to, I have to pause the recording here because I'm gonna insert some celebration music. Okay, and we're back. Yes, we are quite thrilled that this freaking game is getting a localization, which I just like... Was it was like,
1: completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it's just like they just... Oh, yeah, also this is coming out at the Nintendo Direct. Just like, c-
0: cool? Like, uh, it, it didn't seem like there was any indication that, like, uh, Legend of Legacy bombed or anything, but, you know, I really did not think it did sold anything at all. So, yeah. I was not well, expecting this the in fact, the slightest.
1: There's also the fact that I had heard that Alliance Alive had underperformed in Japan.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's, I forgot about that.
1: On the on the one hand, like that makes it less enticing to localize sometimes, but on the other hand, that might have also made it cheaper to get the license to localize. Yes, yeah, it's
0: true. It's very true.
1: But whatever the case may be, we are actually getting it—the new saga game with the writer of Sui Koden.
2: It's also a pseudo-saga
1: game, Octopath Traveler. Oh man, Octopath Traveler! I played oh, that yes. one. That one's <laughs> really good, actually. Yeah. And <laughs> I I've... was surprised because I didn't like Bravely Default.
0: And I saw the saw the voice acting I'm like. Well, to be
1: fair, what the, the fuck? Isn't really
2: isn't completely making the game. Um, Acquire is making the game.
1: That's super weird. Mm, they, I like the sound did, of that. They
0: did an like, octopus trip.
1: Yeah, they gave us Akiba's Trip and Akiba's Beat. Way back, they were known for Way of the Samurai, and way before that, they were known for Tenshin. And
2: Akiba's Trip is a much better game than Akiba's
1: Beat. Yeah, I've heard Akiba's Beat's real bad.
2: It's not (laughs) really bad, it's just average.
1: (laughs) Like, Akiba's Trip is basically like a modern modern setup for Way of the Samurai. Like, it plays kind of like Way of the Samurai, even if it doesn't have the setup, Mm. the style.
0: I still need to get around to playing that.
1: What, Occupy's Trip or Way of the Samurai? <laughs> Occubus
0: Trip. And
1: ah. maybe Way of the Samurai sometime. Way of the Samurai is very good. Way of the, the Samurai
2: 4 is still on Steam, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. I think Way of the Samurai 3 and 4 are both on Steam. Mm.
2: But,
1: uh... Yeah, that, that was the one... 4 was fun because it was the one where, like, you could uh, go to... You could set up, like... a. Because it has a bunch of English-speaking people, and when you first start it, like you can't understand anything they're saying. But you can set up like an English school, and if you <laughs> learn English, subsequent playthroughs you will be able to understand what they're saying.
0: Uh, what was I gonna say? I forgot.
2: I don't know. I'm probably have to leave soon. It's like almost 1:30.
0: All right. Um, well, any remaining topic you want to talk about before yeah, you, get you to head be- off? Yeah, because um, I uh, I know there were you number of things. Talk about East
2: A, localization issues. <sighs> you Please,
0: know, I kind of bef- this title
1: be, this episode title be big uh, archaeozoic big hole.
0: We can do that before we get that though. I'd like to talk about the E series in general and the direction it seems to be going in. And have a serious talk with our friends at Falcom.
1: Dialogue in Trails games, good. Dialogue in East games, not so much.
0: Yeah, I I I want to slashy slashy things. Like when I fired up East Eight, and it's like, oh, there's a prologue where I'm on the boat, and it has not yet crashed. Why are you wasting my fucking time with this? Listen,
1: I'm I'm I'm, I'm playing it at <laughs> all. It's your fault on a boat. for talking to those NPCs. Skip <laughs> <laughs> those cutscenes.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: Playing it at all? I'm on a boat. I know where this is going. <laughs> so
0: I I like... like I appreciate the efforts to to I guess deepen the story and lore of the series, but like you already have a series that's like. Absurdly thick and lore. You don't need
1: to do that to East. Play f- like, its strengths. It doesn't God's bother sake. me. I can understand uh,
2: I would, how it could. Yeah,
1: I, I would say that East. It's fine for East to have lore. It's always had lore. Like it's always had this weird, like, cons- like later games have this weird conceit that, like, oh, this is Adol's, like journal from when he, like, after like he's like sixty, at which point like he's documenting all the things he's discovered. But like in in this case, I would say that, like, dialogue is fine until it starts affecting the pacing, at which point it's, like, one of the things that makes East fun is that it's fast. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's not like I'm saying any of these the recent game, East
0: games have been bad. Quite the opposite. But, oh, yeah, I the think pace... Oh, I
1: story was awful. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was yeah, a little all over the seven place. Seventh
1: story is not a very good story. But,
0: my God, the, 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 the action in that game... Like I, I'm pretty sure like I was giving myself arthritis, uh finishing that last boss on hard.
1: Why did you do that? You always play these things on hard. It was awesome.
0: It was freaking awesome to beat that boss on hard.
1: I'll take your word.
0: It it was insanely satisfying, I guarantee you I it was it
2: nightmare mode.
0: <laughs> no thank you. <laughs>
2: Nightmare's not Inferno. Well, at
0: least at least now I could play. I could do that on with like a PS4 controller on the Vita TV, which the, was, would or be you a lot play nicer. It on Steam
1: now, I think. I think there's a. Steam oh port
0: yes, the, yep, uh, on Steam as well. Actually, Steam
2: port of Seven. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Seven had a nightmare mode though.
0: I think it did because I think I started it and start after I beat it on hard. I started trying nightmare and and started to rethink my life decisions.
2: You need to hard first, I don't
0: know. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I, I've always played the East games on hard since I got into the series with Oath and Falgana, which I beat on hard on PC, thank you. Not, not the, uh, not the easier uh, PSP version. Did, the,
2: did Valcom actually do the PSP port of uh, Oath and Falgana. Yes. Yeah, it's Falcom like, it's, it's, weird. It's, it's the only version of that game that has voice acting.
1: Yeah, Falcom is. Uh, Falcom is responsible for all of the East PSP ports except for Ark of Napiston*, which I believe is a Konami joint. Yeah, And that's
0: why that PSP port is. <laughs> well, it's funny. It plays fine. It's just that the loading times are.
1: Poorly optimized.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, that's a okay way to put it, um uh, but yeah, back to the localization of East eight um i I think I tried to put people at ease but pun intended I, th- I think I tried to put people at ease back when this was first announced that you know Miss America would do a fine job, and, uh well, yeah, I guess not Oops. whoops. Uh, they did a, they did a good
2: job, but the thing is, they made the decision
0: to big play it hole. safe. Big hole. <laughs>
2: and,
1: outside of that and one, rushed the lot translation.
2: Of errors, but... Yeah. It's like there's no grammatical errors, but there's lots of. This could have been written
1: better. <laughs> there's a lot of. We translated this Japanese sentence very directly, and it ends up with things like it can't be helped. Uh, yeah, uh, like well. it, it, it's it's kind of a shame just because it seems like they must have gotten the license via underbidding, but I would hope that
2: uh, it's not so bad that they had to, that they'll probably have to do a retranslation like uh, Koi Tecmo did for
1: with um, Surge, or like uh, didn't they? Didn't uh, which which of the frickin' Sword Art Online games which was essentially machine? <laughs> <about> <laughs>
3: Oh. <laughs> you got things uh, to say? Will? No, no, that's all I have to say on that subject. <laughs>
0: There's nothing else to say on that on this sort of online. Like they actually
1: machine the translated a video game. Oh man. Oh.
0: Uh,
2: I think they should do patch just to fix that one thing in the game, if anything.
1: Like fix some of the really egregious, like big hole, and like that frickin' dialogue problem.
2: Yeah, where where random Japanese
1: shows up. Yeah, that's that's real amateur hour stuff. Like it happens even in like really good stuff. Like I remember so Persona Three Portable has a couple of Persona Three Portable has a couple of lines that are just in Japanese in the initial version. There's
2: also weird things like the fact that they got rid of honorifics, but they kept the Sister Donna and Brother Adol stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, heavens! No! Yeah. Oh, man, that's, uh...
3: Yeah, that's...
1: Like, when you get... When you toss out the honorifics in an otherwise dry translation, it shows. And it shows real bad. Uh... I think that's quite simple about Persona 5's
2: localization because they didn't keep the armor fix.
1: Yeah, Persona 5, like, I think it's localization, like it got hammered more than it deserved because it's, it's mostly fine, there's just some bits where it's like, oh, this could have been better. But it's,
0: uh, let's be yeah. honest, these days every localization gets hammered for random whatever reasons.
1: One reason or another, it's going to get brought up.
0: I, I, can't, I can't be bothered to care anymore for the most part.
1: Unless it's real egregious,
0: and generally it is not, so.
1: I can complain about a couple areas where
2: Fates could have done better, but.
0: Uh, yeah, Seed has been so good though.
2: I give him uh, a pass. I hope I hope Falcon reconsiders their partnership
1: with NASA though. Yeah. exceed Yeah, exceed like one seems to love those titles and put their heart and soul into them. They have, have
0: freaking Super superfans working there.
1: No one could love it more... No one could love working with Falcom games more than XC, a company that has basically at yeah. the farm repeatedly on on Falcom games that at the time had basically no audience here.
0: I mean, they're bringing us freaking Zwei.
1: It's Zwei 2!
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a game I bought on imported on PC like five or six years ago.
1: Because why would you ever think Vi was coming to America? Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh I know what's his name, um is it Tom? The Falcon the super shows. fan there. Yes. I I know he was he's lobbying for that game for like forever. So I was really happy to see them finally do that.
1: The only thing that could ever get you into could, could ever get something like that localized is someone making a concerted effort for years.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I really, really hope they get the next East, which, um, if we'll the pattern holds, yeah, I was gonna say if the pattern holds true, will be a remake of Five.
1: Which is currently the only game trapped on a single system, and also a game that's not very good.
0: <laughs> There's so they no... have a chance to fix both of those. Things. Well, Falcom yeah. never developed a East Five themselves, right?
1: No, they made an East Five. East Five is okay. one of their Super games. That's right. Games, cause Super Famicom is one of the only systems they ever did the they ever did their own stuff on. That's East Four was the one.
2: No, I'm pretty sure East Five was made by Tonkin House, just like Master.
1: No, four four is four is Tonkin House, but five is Falcom. Uh-huh. And oh no, wait! There is a PS2 version of Five made by Arc System Works of all people. <laughs> no, Taito wasn't it? Taito published it, but Wikipedia is uh-huh. listing System as developer. And oh, was, wait, so, so
2: they they did Five, but they didn't do
1: Four <laughs> or Three. No, there is. A, there's a PS2 four. I don't know if there's a PS2 three. There, there is.
0: is. I've I've played it. It's not good. Like all the other versions yeah. three.
1: Oath and is good. Wanderers yeah, I'm sorry. That's
0: not... all the other oh, yeah. version. All the other versions all of original versions three.
1: the of Wanderers from East. Thank you. And the list of companies that made these. There's the least worst version, but it's still bad. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like enjoying looking at like the list of random ass companies making all the different versions. V three Alpha System Advanced Communication, Riot, Victor Interactive Software.
2: Oh, uh, going back to that cartoon of a RPG,
1: maybe a cartoon of Alundra.
3: Oh, that, that could be that could be fun.
1: Alundra is just really unhappy from beginning to end. Like, it's n- nothing good happens in Alundra.
0: Yeah, even, you,
1: even when you finish Alundra, like, you didn't say... Like, you just stemmed the flow of unmitigated disasters.
0: Yeah, I remember playing that being like, oh, sweet, it's finally... Um... Damage
1: control. It's okay.
0: finally a Landstalker sequel that I've always wanted.
1: And it's so good. It's such a good game, but yeah. What a, what a like it's just a depressing game. I remember like playing like playing it as a kid and like getting to the point where like you get to. It's one of the first few dungeons. It's like you get to the two people that are struck ill at the same time. The one that at like the working designs translated as a super surfer dude for some reason. And like the lady that and the lady that every time she falls asleep, like something explodes? <laughs> and it's like, oh no, like I, I love him. Please save him in- instead.
2: That'll be something and, like, worth talking about like when that game comes out, uh, um, the next uh summon night. Uh summon night five, six? Six. I think, yeah, I think it's six. Victor's putting his wacky translations in the hack
1: game.
0: Is it actually coming out? Is there a release date yet?
1: Yeah, like November. Why would you think that a release date meant anything in this context? I don't know. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, looking at uh, Summonite 6's release date, Wikipedia claims that it's set for September 26th, yeah. but they might just have dated information. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, it's closer to November. Yeah. I mean, there was a call asking
2: for a review code recently, but
0: You know. Yeah. I think out. I it's think late. Amazon re still lists it like it's like September or something, but I don't think they ever like gave like a hard date
1: in VIX defense. I think Gaijin, I think Gaijin's Gaijin Works is lucky that there's not a. Uh... A Goemon game anymore for them to <laughs> just die trying. To <laughs> localize.
0: Oh, I'm so
2: sad about Konami and everything, because that means no more Goemon. Going
1: <laughs> well, Goemon has been dead since 2004. Although on the bright side, its last DS game is actually pretty solid. Mm. Did and, that? And they did have. Huh? Did that get localized? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I think it almost did, though. I, I'm sure someone was interested in it. I think like a few. Companies like scratched at the idea, and like Konami was like, "Nope." But they did have the the immortal best joke in any video game about a, a disliked former entry, where you see like the future Goemon, like the the reboot PS One Goemon, like imprisoned, like he's in prison and he's <laughs> in prison for like crimes against the franchise.
0: That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, I have
3: to go.
0: Okay. All right. Good uh, to have you. Oh, Eric, before you go, have you played Mary Skelter at all?
2: Uh, I have a review code of that, but I haven't touched it yet. Alright,
0: if you do, let me know. I'm trying to decide this whether or not. I
2: heard it plays a lot like Moy Crystal, and Chronicle.
0: Eh. Alright. Hey, we'll pass on that then. Alright, thank you for joining us. From. Alright, let's move on to Whatever the next question is
1: it's guy Jin he's got stuff to say, woohoo
0: kwame is also the Japanese equivalent to the word premium in
1: advertising hmm. interesting, yeah, like the way i I had only ever really seen it uh translated as extreme, but like i I will defer to your knowledge because you definitely will know better, so i just I just used the translation I had heard. <laughs> But, yeah, like, premium makes sense as, like, a word that something that it would have connotations together with. Let's see. Uh, He says, not sure if The Simpsons could ever beat Ampon Man or Suzai Song, which, uh, respectively, 29 years running, 1,320 episodes, and 48 years running, upwards of 2,500 for longest ongoing broadcast run. Yeah, if, if I mentioned that, it was definitely to say that it was the longest-running American animated series. Mm. Nothing will ever touch Suzai-san. Suzai-san will never stop. Like, imagine that, uh... That, like, someone who was born, like, the the same day that Suzai-san premiered, like, is nearly 50. <laughs> Jeez and oh like like it's one of those things where like i'm i i would be fascinated to find out like culturally what it means like who like who watches this like what is its audience how wide is its audience like is it a nostalgia thing that just keeps going or is like it does do young families do younger families still watch it at all who knows but yeah nothing's ever going to touch his eyes on um, nothing's ever even going to come close uh, <laughs> Uh, concerning Legend of Heroes symbol count, does that cover only kanji or also kana? Yeah, like, the the numbers that I heard claimed kanji, but, like, it could have just been somewhat, like, the, the numbers were also necessarily imprecise, so. If it's kanji, it's the most nightmarish thing in the world. Like, there are definitely plenty of words that are more than one kanji, but it's still a nightmarish number of words. But, uh... He also says, I remember reporting on Nayuta no Kiseki once and making a joke about that, too. Apparently, Nayuta is the Japanese variant of a Buddhist word for an insanely large number. Like so many zeros that it can't be used for anything in this reality because it's just too darn big. In Buddhism, it's used as a unit of eternity. My joke was that hopefully this name wasn't a reflection of the amount of text in the game. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. And also, that's fascinating. I feel more educated now. Hmm. I was uh, enjoying grilling a friend who uh, works in JavaScript about what the hell the use of infinity is in JavaScript, because that's a number in JavaScript.
0: That's weird. What the hell do you use that for?
1: I don't remember the answer they gave me, but there's also a negative infinity, which is pretty good. Uh,
0: that sounds wacky. I like it.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't come up with a reason for why that existed. Uh, and then he uh, repeats some questions he had posted previously, but which we recorded too soon to reach. Uh. How many RPG? Number one, how many RPGs have you played in your life so far? Not necessarily finished, but played at least enough to have a definite opinion on it. For example, uh. I never finished the first level of Lagoon on the SNES, but I still have very strong feelings, so it counts. Fair enough. Like your, <laughs> attack, your attack implement in frickin' Lagoon is the size of a steak knife. Like it's the worst thing in the world
0: I beat uh, that game it is trash and I was excited uh, to play that game because I had weird memories about it as a kid of being like this interesting RPG and it is not good
1: it's not a great game, but I kind of like looking at it having never played it is one of those things where it's like oh like this was like one it's obviously an East game that's been badly ported to a console but it oh looks, yeah early SNES as hell. Yep. And, like, that, that like, something about that touches a very specific part of my brain where I'm like, oh, look at it. It's it's adorable. Look at it. (laughs) But, uh, I I just really appreciate early SNES game style. Uh, For the record, he says he lost count past 250. If we start counting games, which I am passingly familiar with due to site-slash-column coverage, but haven't actually played, that number could go up to 500. Yeah, I couldn't even begin to guess. Like, there was a period on the PS1 where, like, if it was an RPG, I didn't actually think twice about it. I just played it. (laughs) And that extends into the early PS2 era as well. And so, like, I have an extensive knowledge of a number of just dreadful video games. Like, there was a period of, like, three months where the only PS2 game we had to play was Evergrace. (laughs)
3: Ugh.
1: Evergrace, I have ranted about it many times, so I will limit this by saying it's the worst game in the world. Um, I eventually like beat it out of sheer spite and start like eventually just essentially cheated. It's just the worst, the worst game, the worst freaking game.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, uh, as fr- I have a kind of a similar experience as far as portable RPGs go, because I've always been big on portable games. So. Yeah. Back in the days when there weren't very many of those, I would try any freaking portable RPG that came out, like oh, a, a, a Game Boy, Game Gear.
1: Oh man! So did just translate the Game Gear Last Bible.
0: I think so. Uh, I played some really weird RPG on um, Game Gear. It was an uh, it's an Axe Battler game. What the? F- I oh, yeah. Axe called X-Fat, Legend of Golden Axe. Yeah. It was weird. So, it was Zelda 2 ish. Like, you'd have the little world map, and I think there were, like, towns you went into, but, you know, ac- the actual levels and everything were, was, like, a 2D action platformer thing. It's also hard as hell. Weird, yeah. weird game.
1: Yeah, it also sounds vaguely sort of vermilion ish. Don't play Sword of Vermillion, by the way. That game's awful. Yeah, no. But yeah, it seems to like it seems to be well liked among people who care about Game Gear games. But...
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, if you, there weren't that many good Game Gear games, so uh, couldn't go wrong. I mean, Shining Force and Game Gear was fine, so there was that.
1: Yeah, there was the uh... there, a couple of the Sonic games were good.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's how I got into Saga because I was just like, "Wow, this Final Fantasy game on a- NES looks really cool." We we don't but really play ha- we don't really have an active NES anymore, but hey, there's this Final Fantasy on Game Boy. I want to play that. And I think In for a while, with set yeah, I think for a while I was basically like angry at this thing. Like, you're not actually you're not actually Final Fantasy. You're fake. But you're I got right. nothing else. And then it was, and then it was like, okay, I'm gonna play through this again, and then play the second one a shit ton of times, and there you go. And pine after the third game because it actually looked like a Final Fantasy game, and then realize it was but. So. But yeah. Yeah,
1: like if I did the numbers, they'd be really ugly. Like, do I count the like? nine-ish dot .hack games I've played is nine separate games when two of them are like a tetralogy and a trilogy. Yes. Like, do I count a lot of stuff that's like has a lot of RPG in it, but isn't strictly an RPG? Like, oh, the numbers get yeah. really scary. I mean,
0: I have bought so many freaking RPGs for DS, 3DS, and Vita. And I don't even know why I bought some of them. Like I uh, just mentioned like Mary Skelter. I have a, I have so many I'm freaking, not even sure what that is. You might have made that game up. It's a first-person dungeon crawler from uh Idea Factory. Why? It actually looks pretty good and the reviews have been decent.
3: Okay, okay.
0: It's got like a Lovecraftian theme with am, with with anime be. chicks obviously because it's Probably. Idea Factory
1: like five of those like like this is the thing I'm going to say if like you had described like anime ladies but also Lovecraft I would have said which one because there's like <laughs> six of those
0: uh, but I mean I should not buy this because Etrian Odyssey 5 is coming out soon and I'm
1: like that is going to be your drug of choice for that genre well the
0: reason I haven't finished very many Etching Odyssey games is because it seems like every time one comes out, I've... They finally gave the franchise a rest. No, every time one has freaking come out, I've been reviewing a lesser first-person dungeon crawler and burnt (laughs) myself out. Because this happened with freaking Demon Gaze, which I think came out Uh, near when 4 was coming out, and then... Well, it's... Well, mixed feelings on that. And then there was El Minage Original, which I think came out... When I was playing 3, and I haven't finished 3 yet because, because of that fucking game.
1: I'm getting more angry about it by the second. Yeah,
0: so, um. Yeah, I need to prevent myself from buying that. I'll just play Etrianosi 5 and actually play through it, and there you go. Etria. And it looks like I'm gonna have to import the Etrian, Etrian Myths, Mystery Dungeon too.
1: Why? I
0: don't think it's coming
1: here. I just, I don't see why you need to play it.
0: Because it's a roguelike.
1: Gross. Obviously. I'm going to randomly generate your life every time you wake up. (laughs) Now you're a zookeeper. Now you're a paramedic. Now you're an apartment... Now you're an apartment squatter. I don't think that's actually a job, Uh... but it's your job. But yeah, like the number, the numbers here are just frankly mortifying. And I yeah, don't know if if,
0: I if we combined the numbers for us two and Gaijin, it would be uh, frightening.
1: Yeah, I don't, don't want to do this. I don't want like I'm mentally going down just like long lists and lists and lists of games. And yeah,
0: like, oh, let's 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 move on to the next question.
1: Like even if I just talked about all the games that like oh I played basically everything in that franchise because I'm in sick in the head. Okay, moving on. Uh, number two. Since Koi Tecmo loves it's some Muso games with their flashy combat and loose relationship with historical reality, what would you say is a Musou... What would... What we would you say to a Muso game based on American history? Revolutionary Warriors or something like that. How stupidly powerful would, th- would they slash should they make George Washington's power attacks as he goes saber and musket on a battalion of hapless Hessians? And I gotta say... I'm all about, like, they they have they did Romance of the Three Kingdoms, but the American Revolution way back in the day. I mean, liberty or death. But, like, I feel like Revolutionary Warriors would be pretty amazing. Mm. Hell yeah. But I'm still waiting for Madden Warriors, Extreme Football Legends. Yes, please. I will never let go of this idea. It's one of the best ideas I've ever had.
0: You know what would make a pretty good move, though? Adventure Time.
1: Adventure
0: moves, though. Yeah. Right? Because you, you can play as Jake and do all kinds of crazy... Have crazy moves with him, and it would just...
1: But what does the dancing bug do?
0: <sighs> does whatever it wants, man. It's a dancing bug. <laughs> oh, this is still... This is still, like, the best episode in that show. <laughs>
3: it's feel freaking like, distracted, like of, Jake.
1: Like the, I feel like the... My favorite thing that ever have, like, there are a few things that I, I've only watched the first couple of seasons, but a few things that always stuck out to me was one, the concept, uh, like, Jake, at the end of an episode where he's antagonizing, like, cinnamon bun, like, just saying, let's go eat cinnamon bun. <laughs> like, the concept of, like, I'm going to eat this person as, a, person as an act of revenge. Uh, and also, oh, man, I'm, trying to, I'm just spacing on what I was going to say. There's good stuff in there.
0: Yeah. I it's, it's a great show. I always enjoy, uh. Freaking. What's his name? Lemon Grab.
1: Oh, God.
3: Unacceptable! The,
1: uh, the voice of Lemon Grab, one of the co creators of uh, current internet darling Rick and Morty.
0: Really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. I, uh, I, I need to get around to watching that show, too.
1: Pretty good. Uh, what I was gonna say was, yeah, revolutionary warriors. I'm trying to think of like who you would fill out the list with. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, like it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of like revolutionary war generals that end up in American politics. I mean,
0: Sam Adams, have him attack yeah, people Sam with Adams. beer.
1: There know. you go. Have, like...
0: have, it, have it as a product tie-in. There you
1: go. Uh, I feel like that might be problematic. Nah. I don't know. There's there's a lot of uh, historical figures from that period that would be kind of fun to see. Just get an anachronistic as hell and have King George going insane during it. The other... Yeah. They have a loose de- grasp of, like, Romance of the Three Kingdoms anyway. Might as well do the same with the American Revolution.
0: Do a, um... Do a get uh, get the license to this and do a tie-in with the musical Seventeen Seventy Six.
1: Alternatively, do it hipper and more for the kids and do a tie-in with Hamilton.
3: Mm,
0: yeah, but ha- <laughs> Hamilton doesn't have the guy that that played uh, Feeney from Boy Meets World.
1: True, true. It does have references to Seventeen Seventy Six, though. Does it? Yeah, subtle yes. but a couple that's pretty cool uh, one of the uh, one of the lines from one of uh, like the one of the few times that they address John Adams is Hamilton shouting sit down John
0: guess we should probably have a final fantasy move at some point since we've already got Dragon quest
1: interesting but I feel like that's basically like the end point of when they decide to make spin-offs of Dissidia.
0: Yeah, true. Sure. How about Destiny Musa?
1: Oh, gross. <laughs>
3: gross.
0: I would like some kind of cool Destiny spin offs, like, like a nice little, um, Turn-based RPG or something like that.
3: Gross.
0: Whatever, man. Could involve Nathan Fillion.
1: I mean, that's good, but everything else gross. Can you do other things instead. Nah. Can't believe you. <laughs> okay. Uh.
3: Yeah.
0: anything else from Gaijin?
1: Uh, no. That's the end of Gaijin's questions. So I guess we'll move on to Budai has one more. Sweet. Uh, concerning Kingdom Hearts 3, which of the previous titles do you hope it looks to in certain places? Like if you were to build three taking pieces from others.
0: Hmm. Birth by Sleep?
1: That's an interesting question. Huh? Well, Birth by Sleep is going to generate like Birth by Sleep is what uh, the prologue game draws from. Although I think it's mostly drawing like gameplay-wise, it appears to largely be t- two that it's pulling from.
0: This <laughs> is fine.
1: There's-, there's no real wrong place to draw from except Chain of Memories.
0: Yeah. Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> or 358- five or three five eight days over two. Don't draw from that either. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, also, I'm glad I tripped you up on that. Yeah. Read.
0: I mean, 358 over two days had an interesting, like, upgrade thingy. The combat yeah, mechanics. Yeah, and they did
1: a better version of that with uh, with coded, but it's still, like, just kind of obnoxious and fiddly. Yeah, and just...
0: this story in that game. Ugh.
1: It is deliberately repetitive. It's art-
0: It's a bad way to be. Um, is that what we got from Budai?
1: Yeah, that was the uh, end point. I can't think of like other kingdom- like there's there's a couple of paradigms that Kingdom Hearts has always sort of uh, gone along. Like, so you have the games that play like 2 and the games that play like Birth by Sleep and like Coded and 358 Days over 2 both kind of mixed together.
3: Birth by
0: Sleep. So good. So underrated. And, yeah. Would lo- love to be able to play that on my Vita. Still sad that never happened.
1: Yep, nope, nope. How about you port uh, the 1.5 and 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 2.5 collections to Switch?
3: Mm hmm.
1: That'd be good. That'd be the ticket.
0: Looking forward to trying out Doom on the Switch.
1: Oh man. I was impressed when I saw a video of it in motion, and it's like, this looks like it's not uncompromised, but it looks like the game I played. IdTech.
0: No, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying uh, Skyrim on the Switch, too. Should be interesting.
1: And then next year, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus.
3: Yeah.
0: That game looks bananas.
1: Bring me 500 Nazi scalps.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Just thinking again about uh, recent RPG releases since we last recorded, and obviously Mario and Rabbids is the big one.
1: Yeah, no, I finally picked that up. That's good.
0: Yeah, it's uh, shockingly good. I mean, everyone was excited about it after uh, everything at E3, and it's uh, even better than I expected. Like, just the... Yeah, it's one of those... it's like, the utter goofiness in the game is incredible. Yeah. Like, I have to keep taking screenshots also of Beeple. everything.
1: <laughs> also, Beeple, Beepo is a champ. Yep. Yeah, I what a strange thing that, like, I can only imagine what the pitch document for that game looks like. <laughs> Everything about that is like, how did this, how, how did this happen? Like Mario, like you want to cross over, like they got permission to cross over Mario, develop it internally at Ubisoft with fricking Rabbids. And then they made an XCOM game.
0: (laughs) And a really good one at that.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, it's simple, but deep mechanics that are fun. And it's really pretty. And trying to remember who's who did the composed thing for it because it's someone that everyone's heard of. But
0: uh, it's um um
1: was it David Wise? No, someone like that. Yeah, uh, uh, I
0: forget his name. He also worked on the ukulele no, it's Grant soundtrack. Harko. Yep, there you go.
1: It's Grant Kirkhope. Yeah. And that's one of those things where, like, I, I conflated it with David Wise because I it second-guessed myself. I was like, the rare composer people know, and it's either Grant Kirkhope or David Wise. So good. What a strange, strange thing could have been allowed to happen.
0: Yeah. But so very glad that it did. I'm uh, g- um, nearing the, uh, the opera singer boss. I can't wait for that part.
1: Oh, god. That'll be good.
0: Yeah. Uh, so at least we talked about the Octopath Traveler demo. There's an Etrian Odyssey 5 it's demo out. Good. Yeah. Which, which I,
1: uh, which Octopath Traveler did you play?
0: The... Dancer.
1: Rose, I believe it's her name. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what her. I'm trying to remember what. I read about what her ability was, but I haven't done it. His, the ability that the warrior gets is that he can challenge people to duels.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Combat is good. It feels like a more interesting but simplified version of the bravely default combat. Hmm. I like it. Thumbs up.
0: Two thumbs up. And I would say something about Ethancy five, but I could not settle on party composition, so I haven't messed with anything except character of creation. You did that. Yeah. But uh I do course like work that you did that. <laughs> I do like the greater variety of character creation happens now. Like there's races that are restricted to different classes. You can change the, like the coloring of your character. It's pretty cool. Nah. Should be good. Good stuff. I'm glad it's a series we keep getting. Um so yeah, I feel like there's something else I wanna bring up I wanted to bring up, but I can't remember it. Anything come out on three DS recently? Some kind of platformer or something. Uh, Remake uh, of some awesome. game. Yeah. A meep-troid? Return to... That's S- not an RPG. I don't care. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to talk about it anyway. This is our goddamn show. <laughs> Return to Samus is freaking...
1: We're getting the 18 plus label this year.
0: <laughs> Return to Samus is freaking fantastic. Five stars.
1: Very
0: good game. Very good. Yeah. Uh, it's like, th- and this is a, a good game to play in three D because like the background details are fantastic. The the additions and upgrades are great. Combat awesome. Good times all around. It'd be
1: spider balling for
0: days. Yep. Yeah. Spider balling for days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have like so many weapon upgrades and stuff so far. I'm like, I don't remember this in the original game, but the more I thought about it, you get a lot of, like, the weapons and stuff pretty quickly in that game, because it is relatively short.
1: Like, Metroid-style games generally can't be very long. Yeah. Like, they're built around, like, having a sense of progression from beginning to end, and there's only so much you can keep in your working memory. Video games. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm very distracted. By games from Yakuza 6. I'm very distracted by like a video of Yakuza 6 where like the player is just seeing how many things will explode if they run headlong into them all- long enough and the answer is everything.
2: <laughs> Physics.
0: All right, I guess we should start wrapping this thing up.
1: Yeah. Buy Yakuza. Do it.
0: Also buy Alliance Alive. Pre-order now. Available for pre-order, pre-order on Amazon, Best Buy, maybe. GameStop, probably.
1: Probably all those places? I hope so.
0: Hmm. <sighs> and more in rabbits. yeah. If you have a Switch and like RPGs... Yeah. Um, yeah, should be playing that game. It's right there for you. Yes. And this time, he's in the mood. Alright, so that's it for now. You can send us questions in the usual place. Uh, if you're looking for us on Twitter, I'm at Ask Wheels. Dave is at FanboyMaster.
1: Try and stop me.
0: And that's pretty much it. We will see you next time. Thank